Welcome to Running It Back. Make sure to hit that subscribe button. Today's guest is American heavyweight bodybuilder, 15th Mr. Olympia, and he is also currently holding the title, Brandon Curry. And your hosts, the Chad Owens and Ryan Kalemaka. Now, let's start Running It Back. What's happening, brother? How you doing? Doing great, brother. Doing real good. Yeah, man. Well, I uh, just want to say thanks again for uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule to to kick it with us today. And um, man, like I'm looking forward to this interview, man. You guys yeah, excited man, or what? Look at that. You don't even fit in the screen, my guy. He's, it's them uh... shoulders. <laughs> man, you're looking amazing, yeah, brother. My, got my cover up on, man. You know, I can't show too much. Well, I mean, I tried to come with the, uh, you know, I tried to show a little bit. See, you know, just my post-workout gym attire. So I just figured, you know, I'll represent for, for you today. But, hey, uh, <laughs> keep it covered up. But, look, man, I, I just peeped a uh, uh, sort of like a highlight tape um, on, on on your IG. Kind of, uh, I think it was like a couple weeks ago. Bro, that thing is insane. You are looking amazing. Do you, do you think you're in the best shape of your, your life right now? Well, you know, the goal is to, to bring my my best look ever. So I think right now I'm on track to do that, uh, being that we had, uh, see, I did two competitions last year. I won the Arnold and won the Olympia. So by the time I got to the Olympia, I was a little bit, uh, you know, a little bit wore down from from just uh, the prep, prep wise. This year I'm totally fresh just doing one show. So I think I'll be able to uh, supersede what I, what, I, what I brought to the Olympia stage last year easily. Wow, man. I mean, well, just talking about that. Brandon Curry, Mr. Olympia, right? I know it's a year ago it happened, but like at that like moment, like what what did that mean to you? Well, you know, it's uh, you know, when you set out on this journey uh, bodybuilding, you know, you can only dream of reaching the top. You know, it takes a lot of years to even think about reaching the top, and it's been a lot of ups and downs for me. So it was a uh, it was a big big victory. It's something that I, that I envisioned that I felt like it was going to happen, but, uh, you know, everything, everything in life threw at me, try to, uh, prevent, try to knock me off the course, uh, so to speak. And I had to keep fighting for what I believed in and, you know, kept my, kept my, uh, head high and opportunities opened up. And now next thing you know, I'm on stage and I got the title. So, uh, you know what I'm saying? It was definitely a blessing. <laughs> That's amazing, man. You talk about fighting, you talk about like that uphill climb, you know, adversity. I, I feel as if, uh, I think as athletes, you know, Ryan being a former athlete as well, you know, you face that a lot. And for me personally, it was, it was being that undersized athlete. Are you, cause how tall are you exactly B? I'm a five, almost five, eight. I'm like five, seven and a half. Right. I mean, same size. Yeah. He's five, six. I mean, yeah, but he's also five, eight wide. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'm, I, so, uh, now is that a, is that even a thing anymore in bodybuilding size, height? Like how does that play a role? No, no, height, height, height is, uh, the more height you have is probably a disadvantage of bodybuilding. Oh. So I'm, I'm probably around that, that sweet spot of height, uh, because you know, the, the more stressed out you are, the more gonna calories it's going to require to fill out that frame, the more muscle is going to require mm. to, uh, you know, to be able to look a certain way on stage. Bodybuilding is about, uh, you know, represent us kind of like this illusion on stage proportion wise. And if you're, if you're, if it's a sweet spot, if you're segmented, right. 
and you're not too too short, you're not too tall, you kind of hit that sweet spot to where you can put on that, that mask and get that look uh, that just really appeals when you're on stage. Uh, versus some guys who may be bigger than you, may be heavier than you, but he's a little bit more stretched out. He's going to look a little bit thinner on stage. Mm. And then the guys that are too short, they look squattier on stage. So there's, a, there's definitely a sweet spot for bodybuilding when it comes to uh, height. So. so speaking of calories, so how many calories are you taking at the moment? Uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a good question. I, I, don't, I don't know specifically. We just regulate uh, carb intake. Uh, protein intake stays the same pretty much with my coach. And we only... Uh, we don't even count the calories of carbs. We do it by weight, right. weight grams. So it's total weight grams. So my weight grams of carbs changes uh, as I'm getting closer to the show. Things start to decrease, but I could go. You know, I could. It could range from like 3,000 weight grams of carbohydrates all the way to maybe down to like 900 weight grams of carbohydrates. And our carbohydrate sources are from rice, potatoes for the most part, and uh, yeah, pretty much. And and that's how we do. We simplify it. So I'm not really, I don't have to really adjust the numbers. I just adjust the weight per meal and leave it at that. So for the local people, that's like a couple plate lunches, one, two plate lunches, <laughs> three. That's, that's about, that's about, that's about six. That's about six plate lunches yeah, a day. Extra, right, extra scoop <laughs> rice, extra mac salad. Is that kind of what we're talking about here? <laughs> you know, not the mac salad, but you may throw the extra rice as, as substitute for the mac salad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah man. It's a, uh, it, it's, it can be work, you know, I, I can even go from, in the off-season, I mean, you from five meals to, uh, to in-season up to seven meals. So the, for me, the, 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 the eating is the more of the work. And then uh, when you start to come down, not eating is the work because you're hungry. Mm. <laughs> so, what's the, uh, I guess, so what's, the, what's the one cheat meal? The one cheat meal, typically around here, the, the most the dominant cheat meal we do is go for a burger. It's, mm. it's the most consistent uh, cheat meal. Uh, we can get it anywhere, and we also apply it when it comes to the final stages of prep. Uh, really, what you want in a cheat meal, you want the sodium, you want the fat, you want the carbohydrates, and you want a little bit of protein. So a burger is just the, the magic combination, maybe a little fries, too. Oh, man. You out real quick. That's, that's, a, that's amazing. That sounds great. But listen, we're going to take a quick break here, and um, we'll get right back to running it back here in a second. Running It Back is brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Running It Back viewers can receive the Star Advertiser digital full access subscription for just $9.95 per month. Go to StarAdvertiser.com and click on subscribe. Use the code AHAWAIITHING. Earn more and pay less with Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union for life. Visit hawaiiopioid.org to learn about opioids, safe medication storage, and how to prevent an overdose. To access substance use treatment services, call Hawaii Cares at 1-800-753-6879. Also, thank you to Battery Bills. Check him out for all your battery needs at either of his two locations. Visit batterybuild.com for more info. All right, guys, welcome back to Running It Back. We're here with Brandon Curry, Mr. Olympia. Um, let's continue this conversation. So B, I know you talked about, uh, the height difference. I want to, I want to talk about this a little bit. I want to ask you this Arnold Schwarzenegger. He was, you know, he was the guy, right? Uh, I guess, is he considered the goat and why was he so successful being the height he was? Well, in, in his era, uh, yeah, he's, he is one of the greatest of all time. Not only what he accomplished on stage, but mostly for what he's done when he left bodybuilding as well. Uh, that gives him the iconic, uh, that iconic, uh, legacy so to speak he was a taller bodybuilder i think he was like uh six one six two uh but uh back in his day you didn't have to have as much mass so uh 
being that the guys were not as big back in his day, he could compete, uh, you know, at, the, at a taller, at a taller height. Uh, and they look for more of a, they call it more of the classic area era. So they, they look for different things, but now we are in an era where mass matters. Uh, you know, they, they still want classic lines, but they want what we call conditioning. And, uh, so they want you to be as big as possible, as shredded as possible, but, uh, not, not any, not aesthetically unpleasing. So they don't want you to have a big belly and stuff like that, which is something that took, uh, place in the two thousands, uh, start, I guess it started in the nineties and the two thousands guys got a little carried away with the size and it distorted the midsection. So they're trying to keep that under control, uh, in modern day bodybuilding. Wow. That's, that's, that's great. And I never even thought about that. You know, you talked about Arnold and his um, iconic rise sort of came after when he got into acting and all that stuff. Like, I can see you being an actor. I actually caught a couple of your commercials you did. Man, you, 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 have you taken any acting classes? Is that something that you can see yourself doing post-bodybuilding career? Uh, I haven't taken any official acting classes. I did, uh, I did some Zoom uh I did some like some Zoom reviews with some acting coach right before I did a, I did a uh, an audition which I got, but that was the only kind of acting, uh, I guess coaching I've ever had. And it was really really swift before I had to actually audition. But uh, you know, acting is is something if it comes it comes. You know, I'm not one of those guys that you know I'm I'm out for fame or anything like that because I know it's a burden as well. But you know, if it comes it's, if it's in life and it's convenient, some roles I like, then uh, you know I'll give it a shot. Man, this dude's humble, huh? Like, man, so humble, bro. That's what I love about you, man. Just, just humble. You're gonna be. I see you getting into it. Like, you know, I, I think you're gonna, you're gonna eventually find your way on TV, man. Um, look, you talked about, you know, uh, your legacy. You know, uh, Arnold's legacy. Like, what's, what does legacy mean to you? What's your legacy? You know, <laughs> legacy is, 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 man, it's. It's it's what you it's kind of like what you work for, you know. You can't you can't really you can't set out and and necessarily say guarantee that you're going to create one, but it's almost like a blessing, you know. With your hard work, the fruits of your labor, you can look back and you can say, "Wow, look look where I've been, look where this is taking me, look what I've been able to accomplish." And it's something that you know lives on throughout your family, throughout your lineage, motivates those that, that have come behind you, and hopefully, you know, financially supports those who have come behind you as well. So, you know, it means a lot if I'm able to create one. I mean, uh, legacy in bodybuilding, there's a lot of different legacies, but being able to set my own apart from others in a different fashion is, is what I'm really looking for, being unique, not following after somebody else's footsteps. So, yeah, the Hollywood thing is great. Arnold capitalized on that. I know a lot of other bodybuilders that try to follow his footsteps and failed, and failed at it. So it's not really my mission. I'm trying to do something that's in my niche, something that's in my abilities, something that, that you know, on purpose to do. That's amazing, man. I mean, and that's, and I think that's a smart way of going about it. You're learning from past people's, you know, the past experiences and, you know, you're staying in your own lane. Like, and I think that's what makes you special. And, um, look, we're going to take another quick break here, B, and we will catch up with Mr. Olympia here in a second. Running It Back is brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertiser. Viewers can get full access just for $9.95 per month. Use the code AHIGHTHING. Earn more and pay less with Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union for life. Visit hawaiiopioid.org to learn about opioids, safe medication storage, and how to prevent an overdose. 
Also, thank you to Battery Bills. Check him out for all your battery needs. Visit BatteryBill.com for more info. All right, welcome back to Running Back. Again, we're here at Mr. Olympia, Brandon Curry. B, um, man, so you're in Kuwait right now. Um, That's the Middle East, right? Yeah. Ryan, you've traveled the world. You've been to the Middle East. I've been to uh, Dubai. I don't know if it's how close okay. is that to Dubai. I mean, to it's uh, very close, very, uh, very close, very, very the, close. Uh, like uh, almost a couple hours flight away from there. Okay. How's the culture? How's the the sand dunes? Everyone riding on the sand dunes. Well, we're we're on the Gulf. I've done that actually, but I haven't done it out here yet. But they do have a. Uh, we're on the Gulf, uh, so we're, we're right here by the water. But we do. If you go a little bit towards Saudi Arabia, you run into the desert. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can run into some, into some sand dunes. So, yeah. Well, I got some culture right, for you. I've been in Brazil, quick, not, not, not a Kuwait yet. I got a little something special. All right, Ryan brought, brought something special for you, man, to make you. Look uh, at this, man. man. You're going to make you feel like home. Ooh. This is like every day, right? <laughs> Check out. This is what I got. Um, the duty free. What? I think it's like this. While Ryan was on tour, you know, he toured with Bruno Mars. So, you know, he had some collections built up. This is what they wear back there, man. Right? Something like this, yeah? <laughs> yeah, yeah, something like that. Exactly. Oh, uh, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually just posing uh, in a full, uh, the full outfit, and I actually ripped it off on stage uh, before oh. guest posing here in Kuwait. Yeah. Wow. They went, they, they, they went crazy. They went crowd went crazy. You can catch a video somewhere, somewhere out hey, there. I got it. Okay, so, so, so did someone? A cowra, guys. Just letting guys know. Hey, B, when you ripped it off. Did anybody rip theirs off in the stands too, in the crowd? Like, did they do any of that? No, no. It was kind of like a blooper moment because when I ripped it off, right? I ripped it off. It ripped, and then I couldn't get out of it because it stuck on my arm. So I had to have somebody come on stage and pull it off my arm because it couldn't come off. Oh, it was a little man. bit, a little bit too small for me. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. But I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm near you right now. Shit, he's in there. We're good. Yeah. So what's a what's you a? See a lot, you see, no, go ahead, go ahead. I said, yeah, you know, you you see a lot of a lot of a lot of that around here, but you know, these guys, man, the guys around here, they're really into like fashion, really into like dressing nice oh, and, and all okay, the quality brands and whatnot as well. So, uh, you know, these guys out here, it's a culture where they they like to shop, they like to look nice, they like to be fresh. So you you'll catch you'll catch you'll catch the traditional style, but you'll catch all kind of dress dressing around here. Wow, so they got it all, huh? So it's it's not just yeah. deserts and you know, playing the cultures, you know. Pretty, I guess, well, well cultured. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's 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 well cultured, but you know, it's it's still kind of different. You know, men men kind of separate themselves from the yeah. women. Women separate themselves from you the women. They don't men. hold hands. I train. They don't hold hands. In in in. Uh, yeah, men men. You see men actually holding hands. Actually, it's it's weird. It's weird. It was weird to me at first, but now I, I understand. It's like a cultural thing. So you'll see men holding hands. But you won't see, you typically won't see w- women and men in large gatherings together. They're always separate. Like like the gym I train in, it's all male. You won't see any women in the gym. Oh, wow. Which is good for me because I can focus. But Yeah, no, <laughs> but, that's good. Know, We're going to talk just, about that the training here in a bit. We're going to, it's that time of the show, B, where Kiana is going to show a video. Um, so let's let's check this out. Kiana, what you got for us? It's a surprise. You have to see. Oh. Uh, World Championship snail racing. Snail racing. <laughs> Can you imagine having a snail to race? Is this real? Yes. 
It's an actual thing. Where at? Where's this at? I don't know exactly where this video is at, but they do have World Snail Racing Championships. It got canceled this year because of COVID, but they do have it every year. Hey, that far guy, he was in the lead. He's coming out that ring quick. Uh, the Hawaiian snow is going to win that How do you one. train them? All right, guys, welcome back to Running It Back. Key, thanks again for that video of the week, uh, World Championship Snow Racing. Um, B, what was your thoughts there? Uh, <laughs> snow racing. Uh, the reason why they had to cancel it because, you know, there's no social distancing with snow racing. You got to be in there really watching. <laughs> like, keep the salt away, you know, keep the salt away because uh, we don't want any accidents to happen. Oh, that's what's up, man. I love that. Well, again, Keanu, thanks again for, uh, for that. Um, we talked about training. You're in Kuwait. Why Why are you training in Kuwait? Why have you chosen to, to go way out there? Well, first, first, let's put it this way. There's a we, they call this crew out here the Camel Crew. They got uh they got really popular through this gym called Oxygen Gym, which is like six of them, six gyms out here owned by Battle Budai. His whole idea. So really, it's like he made some of the best high class gyms in the world. You know, they're luxury, but they're you know they're also very equipped with some of the best equipment all around the world. So these gyms became popular. A lot of bodybuilders start traveling here to just visit, check it out. And then he started uh, building a team. So my wife asked me, you know, if they asked you to join a team, would you ever join? I told her no, because I didn't want to think about it. Next thing I know, I went to the Olympia 2016 where I placed last. I ran into uh, my coach after what we call prejudging. And I came and I just basically complimented him on another bodybuilder. and said, you did a great job, my boy. You basically brought him back to life. Best he's ever looked in a long time. He looked at me, he says, hmm, you want to come train in Kuwait? And I said, oh, man, I said, that sounds cool. I said, I'll be there in a couple of weeks for a show. I said, we can talk about it then. He says, I think I, make you good. I can make you top six in the world. So went from there. I came to Kuwait. I visited. I did the show, did terrible. But we talked about, uh, talked to each other. He basically gave me his whole plan, his whole idea. He had it all laid out. He had followed my career from, from like 2010. And he knew so much about me already, and he had it just—he just—he just basically had it all laid out for me. So it was hard to say no. So I figured this is a place I need to be. This is a guy who believes that he can do something with me. So I made a commitment to come out here with the wife's uh, permission, of course. She basically kicked me out the door, and uh, we, we made it happen. <laughs> wow, <laughs> we made it happen. So basically, I'm being out here pushed. I'm only focusing on one thing: bodybuilding, eat, sleeping, and training. And I don't have all the other responsibilities that I would have at home. So. You can really do something special when you isolate yourself and focus on your craft. Yeah, man. I mean, that, that sounds like it was destined to happen, um, and which is amazing. Sometimes that good energy that's meant to be comes together. And let's talk about good energy coming together. Um, you mentioned your wife, your family. It sounds like, she, and we, we, I know Brandy. You know that we know Brandy. We're from Hawaii. Yeah. Um, how, how, how did y'all? How did y'all meet? Like. <laughs> How does Tennessee meet Hawaii? <laughs> yeah, we no. I, I see. So we met in high school in in Nashville, Tennessee. Like her her uh, her dad's mother was ill, so she had to come and help with her dad's mother. Uh, and he, and she came to my high school for basically a semester, and we kind of you know we became friends, and we we uh, we you know we kept in contact after that, and you know. Uh, what was it? Eight, like seven, eight years later, we were, we were married. So, 
This is how it went. That's awesome. <laughs> wow. I've seen some of your kids' videos, man. Bro, they're based. Like, man, they be running they be <laughs> on both sides of the field, too, huh? Defense and offense. That's, oh, yeah. Is that Maximus? Is that yeah. Maximus? He's a beast, right. man. Maximus is the one. He's, he's, he's the one, but Marvelous, see, he don't want Maximus outshine him, so he's, he's actually at his level right now. His age, he's actually... He plays a little bit better than Maximus did at his age. So he's he trying to catch up. So we'll see. We'll see if we got two ballers in the family. Good stuff, we'll see. Good stuff. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah, I know that family support is huge. Uh, you know, being an athlete myself, former athlete now, uh, that that truly makes a difference. Um, you know, giving you the peace of mind that you can focus and, and do your job. You know, and just just do that with no worries that, hey, kids, you know, everyone at the house, wifey's gonna take care of that. Uh, so that's really, really important. And um, yeah, man, I think with that, uh, I know you're on your way. I know you focus right now, getting ready for um, going, you know, being back to back. And man, I just want to say thank you for coming on and being part of running it back, being a part of this podcast, joining us. I know you're busy. You probably got to go eat a, a couple cheeseburgers right now. <laughs> but nah, we appreciate no, you, B. No cheeseburgers. <laughs> Not to coach this, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, appreciate it, man. All right, my guy. No problem, bro. No problem, man. Y'all have a good one. Thanks for, right thanks for the invitation. Thanks, brother. Hello. Thanks, Brandon. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms at Running It Back Podcast. Make sure to follow us on our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. Today's podcast was brought to you by the Honolulu Star Advertiser, Hawaiian Financial Federal Credit Union, Department of Health, and Battery Bills. We out.